Uh-oh, this thing's on. Hey everybody, this is Ty Eden, and this is The Tybo Show. Well, hello everybody, welcome back. This is Ty Eden, and I'm the host of my show, The Tybo Show. I hope that uh, that name makes some sense. And we are on our ninth episode. Wow, I've got uh, eight shows under my belt. I'm working on the ninth one right now. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking with Bill Pankinen, who is a regional owner with Exit Realty Upper Midwest. Uh, Bill just recently, within I think maybe last year sometime, um, acquired the rights to Illinois for Exit Realty. Uh, Exit is a, I think, a Canadian entity. And Bill has uh, locations or actually states. He, he has uh, franchises in Iowa, Minnesota, North and South Dakota, Wisconsin, and now Illinois. Very, very busy person. Um, as I looked at his uh, social media um, presence on a couple of different platforms. He is a sports enthusiast, an outdoorsman, a philanthropist. I mean, this guy is, uh, and, and not only an entrepreneur with the territory that this, uh, this guy's got is, is phenomenal. So, um, what I wanted to share with you guys is my visit with Bill and also a little bit about what this podcast is about. Now, the reason why we came up with this podcast is so that we could bring some local flair, local meaning to um, the DuPage County area, which is where I office. I'm a realtor with Exit Realty Redefined in Wheaton, and um, I'm I'm looking to share some good stories, uh, local places to frequent, um, interesting individuals, and obviously, uh, some real estate tidbits and information that everybody can hopefully glean something from and be able to leverage and utilize to their benefit if they're buying, selling, or investing in real estate. So uh, go figure that uh, this figure this uh, this segment is going to or this episode ends up uh, uh, where I'm highlighting someone that's within the organization that uh, I'm associated with Exit Realty. So. Um, Anyway, without a lot more rambling that I could easily do for a long period of time, let's cut right into my conversation with uh, with Bill and uh, take it from there. Today, we've got Bill Pankinen. Did I pronounce that right, Bill? Pankinen? Yes, perfect. Ah, awesome. Um, from Exit Realty in the Upper Midwest. That's That's quite a territory that you've got, Bill. I've been looking at a little bit of your social media, and that involves quite a quite a a, a big plot of land up up there. Yeah, we uh, you know uh, five years ago I acquired the rights for Iowa, Minnesota, North and South Dakota, and then um, things were going well. We were expanding quickly, so we uh, two years ago we acquired, acquired the rights for Wisconsin, and then last summer we acquired the rights uh, to Illinois. So are you like at the end of your expansion or are you looking to take over the whole the whole US here? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
right now we're just gonna trying to concentrate on growing our newest acquisitions with Wisconsin and the Illinois and we're really excited about being involved with Illinois. So this is such a large state with a lot of population. This is really a lot of fun. Sure, sure. Now, before you got into being a uh, a regional owner with Exit, um, you were uh, serving a different role with Exit before that? Well, actually, when I first got introduced to Exit Realty, I had my own real estate brokerage in Minnesota. It was a second generation. My father had started it. Uh, we had been around uh, for over 50 years as an independent. Um, I had my division. He had his. We were in different communities in Minnesota. And so so I started the, uh, my first venture with Exit as a franchisee. And a year later, I bought another location, another franchise. And then it, it gave me the ability to, to merge and sell my business after I grew it from about 15 agents to about 70 in two years. And uh, after I did that, I was thinking about retirement, but uh, Exit Corporate called me back in and I worked as a regional manager for five states of the upper Midwest. And then five years ago, like indicated, they thought I'd buy back in and put all my poker chips in and go all in. So would you say you're probably working harder now than what you worked four or five years ago? <laughs> it feels that way, yes, yeah. I'm really passionate about what I do. I mean, I really enjoy it. So people ask me, I, Bill, are you ever considering retirement? You know, I said, I always tell people, as long as my health is good and, I, and you really enjoy what you do, I mean, you know, um, it makes it fun. And I'm really passionate about what I do with Exit Realty. Well, for as long as you've been involved in real estate, you've certainly seen quite a change in the the real estate industry as it relates to realtors and real estate companies and, you know, a house is a house is a house. But um, how do you, how do you feel about the way things work today with technology and everything else? It seems like it's a lot, uh, a lot simpler. Well, yeah, you're right. You know, when we first started in real estate, you know, we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have fax machines, we didn't have any technology and, and, uh, you know, it was uh, getting out there and being involved in your community and shaking hands. And, and with the advent of, you know, the web and, and the Internet and everything else, people became more and more reliant on that. And uh, so that's changed. I mean, you could talk across the world today with a little handheld device and do many, many things with a handheld device, which obviously makes life mostly simpler for us. But it also, I believe, makes us more busy. So uh, uh, I've seen all those changes, but, you know, I, I still believe, uh, even with all the technology, that Exit and Realty and the real estate industry is still a community-involved uh, resource because, you know, the technology will not replace working with that first-time home buyer, making the largest decision of their life, looking at a home and not understanding what maybe what black mold is or, or bad shingles or foundations. They really need to rely on an expert who, who's out there every day working in the community being, and who is well-trained to make that largest decision in their life. So that's something the technology can't really change. I always say you do a, a, you know, a, a national search, but you make a local choice. So very much a relationship business, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because what I find out is that, you know, uh, the uh, consumers will use that same agent again and again and refer to them if they have a great experience. And that's what we're trying to 
promote is um, is make it an over top experience instead of just kind of a hey you, you checked in online you did your your paperwork online you bought your house and and uh, see ya so we're trying to make it so hey we're part of the community we want to make sure that you get full advantage of what you bought and the community you're in. So tell me a little bit about uh, Bill Pankinen. Um, you've been in this business for a long, long time. Um, was that pretty much out of high school? Did you go to college? You've always been a native of Minnesota, right? Right. Yeah, I went to uh, college. Uh, I grew up on a farm, uh, farm kid. My, like I said, my father was a broker. Uh, I uh, went to college with aspirations of, and ended up with, believe it or not, with a degree in hotel and restaurant and institutional management. And, and, but I did take my real estate classes and my test during my college years under my dad's advisement. Cause he said, you know, it'd be something just in case you could fall back on. Well, believe it or not, about a year or so out of, co- of college and working in, in that industry, I realized that I wasn't going to have much time at home. And so, and I, and I just kind of liked the, the uh, opportunities associated with real estate. It paid more. So, uh, I never looked back. You know, I got involved in real estate because I made a decision to live in a rural area for whatever reason. Uh, you know, sometimes we wonder why we, I, I got a, got quite the education out in that area because we didn't have a lot of population. So, you know, I had learned to do different things. So you'd have to learn how to sell commercial property and I became a certified appraiser and I became a, an auctioneer and uh it gave me a, a wide and i worked in several states at the same time so i, I covered a large area it gave me opportunities to work with small business association the federal deposit insurance corporation with the failure of a bunch of the banks and so i got a real fast education the first 10 years of my career and um and running a brokerage in several different locations so i try to pass that information on to all our new brokers to try to save them from making the same mistakes probably that I did. So I don't know if I'm so smart about telling him what to do, but I'm really good at telling him what not to do. (laughs) 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 Yeah. In other words, uh, Hey, I've made this mistake, so don't do this. Yeah, that's exactly right. I could save him a lot of time and headaches and money in a lot of different areas. What, um, what do you see as some of your biggest challenges today? Well, I have to look at the trends in our industry. You know, if I look at all our, the entire area, geographic area we have, I mean, whether it's a home in Fargo, whether it's in Chicago or Des Moines, Iowa, I mean, we're kind of running into somewhat of the same things. There's somewhat of a shortage of inventory right now. Um, but what I'm seeing is the industry hasn't done a great job with training brand new agents. Statistically, NAR says less than 20% of them make it three years. And that's something I always thought that we were failing in. So I wanted to make sure we were providing training. Because I remember what it was like to be brand new. And most agents do. The first year is terrible, because especially if you aren't getting the help. And once you get kind of through your families and friends, now what? So I think it's so important to do hands-on training and get these agents involved so they have transactions early on. So we have a very high success rate with it. And that's what we really push in those areas there. The next thing is, as I go into a new community, I look for leaders in that community. And my goal is to find a leader because I only usually get one chance in a lot of these communities. I got to find that leader. And then our goal is to find somebody with an entrepreneurial spirit who's got fire in their belly. And, and you know, exit, we just provide the systems and everything and we just pour gas on them. 
And that training, you feel that those people, even, you know, beyond the first year and into the second year, probably need that, that help with that training going forward for some, some extended period of time. Cause I know that, um, I, I come from a commercial finance background. So things moved very, very quickly. Um, real estate, it just gives me a feel that things move a little bit slower, but it doesn't really necessarily mean that your activities need to slow down. Well, that's exactly right. Because as you grow in your career and you start having a, a growing database of past clients, you know, as you grow, it takes a few years to develop that no matter what industry you are. And so down the, all of a sudden you have an extra source of, of opportunities for lead generation from past clients and friends and everything else. So it takes a while to get there. While you're, while you're growing to that day, you have to go out and get involved in the community and be able to reach out. And that has to be taught and trained. For most people, that doesn't come natural. So we provide that type of training. And the goal is from there is to get them involved with what exit brings to their table. So we have a whole bunch of free tools for them. And that allows them to be good with their website and their CRM and, and their virtual tours and everything listing presentations and just being a better person because they've been professionally trained to be the best at it. As agents get a little bit older, now we're talking about different things. And, you know, now we have a business within a business. So what we allow our agents to do, we're one of the few companies, in fact, we're the only company that decided to, instead of sending the money to Wall Street, because Wall Street owns the company basically because of stock, or sending the money and the paying and giving it all to ownership of the corporation, the owner of the company, Steve Morris, decided to share a percentage of the revenue that comes in the, co- in the, the company with the agents who help us grow. So typically that money would normally say go to, like I said, you know, to Wall Street or someplace else. Instead, we're simply helping us grow by inviting an agent to any one of our offices nationwide. Our agents get the opportunity to become vested with their company. And it's almost like being an employee-owned company. And if you and I went out and had dinner tonight and the owner of the restaurant served us, I'll guarantee you we're going to have great service because there's pride and ownership and it means more to them. Kind of have that going along with some mentorship in our opportunity. So and simply invite an agent to any one of our offices nationwide. We don't have any geographic boundaries. And the corporation pays our agents directly from them up to $10,000 per year for every year that agent stays with their company. Now, this opens up a lot of opportunities for agents. So I always say Exit Realty is about opportunities. I think we bring more opportunities. We're the only real estate company today that franchise that has a leadership program. So whether you're an agent that's looking, just looking to grow your business or whether you're an agent that would like to get involved with leadership, management, training, or ownership, all those opportunities are available and, and we reach out and try to grow our company from within to be able to do that. Now I add the additional income stream and, you know, all the free tools. Uh, what happens is it just opens the door to many things. You know, I, I see, I see a lot of agents coming on board. We were down in Iowa recently and they have a tremendous amount of, of debt, uh, college debt. Young, young people, a lot of them have six figures of college debt. You know, they can be saddled with that for the first 20, 30 years of their career. And we have these opportunities and we show them these opportunities. And by having this additional income stream, 
getting involved with your old college buddies, inviting them to our company, or showing some of them how to get rid of that debt in as little as three years, create a wealth bucket for them the rest of their life. That, to me, that's what that's really makes me passionate about what I do, because I'm wiping out a, a house payment, basically, for them, to give them the opportunity to get started with their career on the right foot. Yeah, a lot of times that college debt prevents them from doing almost anything in their life because it because of it. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it's, it's virtually like having another house payment, you know. And so and a lot of these younger people, they want to start a family and it costs daycare, health care and everything else. It adds up and it makes it really difficult for them. So our goal is to create a wealth bucket for them that allows them to start putting money in for all our agents, give them opportunity to put money away for retirement. Less than 5% of the agents over age 60 have enough money put away for retirement. And it's, it's really a little bit their fault, but the problem is there's nobody taking money out of a paycheck and putting it into, into a 401k or something like that every time. These are all self-employed people. They have to do their own thing. So now we have this additional income stream. So we teach and train is put some of this money away like you would for retirement with anybody else. And then, of course, it has other things that are available. And I've been doing this long enough. I have six kids, so I know the drill. So we had weddings and we had college educations and everything else and trips and everything else. The money, you know, I've talked to so many agents over the years. The money always seems to come at the right opportune time, you know, for that. They get income between closings, and that's so important, to, you know, for families. And so I always tell agents, if you're looking at really putting your family first, you should really look at extraability because the numbers just don't lie. The corporation put their money where their mouth is by sharing this revenue. And, uh, uh, you know, that's the number of this, so it's a business decision as to what the, what's best for you and your family. Tell me a little bit about the history of, of Exit Realty. It's a it's an interesting and different name, but somewhat new compared to some of the other well-known franchise names that are out there. And I, I know that there's quite a few that are even changing hands and developing new names. That's exactly right. You know, uh, yeah, really, it's one of the newest, you know, of the big, of the largest companies. I think they're sixth or seventh nationwide in terms of size, but they're right around 20 or 21 or 22 years old. And then the next biggest companies from there are up there in the thirties and forties and fifties. So that's considered a newcomer in the industry, believe it or not, because it takes a long time to grab that big, uh, grab that much of the, of the market. You know, the largest company in the nation, Ty, the largest one in the nation. Only is three percent of the amount of agents. So <laughs> it takes a lot to be big in our industry. And so, but one of the things I love about the company is number one, what's important to me, and I think it should be for agents too. When you choose a career and you happen to be working with a corporation like Exit Realty, for example, or any other real estate corporation, make sure that you know that your career ladder, which is up against this wall, when you get up to the top of that ladder and look over, it's what you anticipated. And what I like about Exit Realty, I'm a big fan of real estate companies that are, that are not publicly traded. Because if you're publicly traded, you're really at the mercy of the stockholders and everything else. But when you're owned with a gentleman like we have with Steve Morris, who has a succession plan, he shares it with us, you kind of know where you are at the end of the day. And I think that's so important when it comes to you know, your corporate career, making sure that you spend all those times and years that your ladder's against the right building. A great corporation in that case. The company as a whole has continued to grow. We're both in North America. Obviously, we're throughout North America, so Canada and the U.S. And of course, they started in Canada and they started on the East Coast of the U.S. So, 
being in the uh, no coast up here in the upper Midwest, you know, I was instrumental in in, in introducing uh, exit to a lot of the vast majority of the upper Midwest territory. The last five or six years, they've opened over seventy new brokerages, and uh, in communities where exit was never there before. I'm proud to say, in a lot of those communities where we have a population of less than ninety thousand, and then within two to three years, we're number one in market share. And we just start out with two people, so we're doing something right in those communities. And tell tell us a little bit uh, what you see as the future uh, for Illinois. That seems to be the the newest territory that you've you've gotten involved with. Yeah, well, competitiveness well, kinda, and yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of see when I come into a new territory or state, as as you will, it takes me about a year to kind of get, get to know. We have, we have we have four existing brokers in the states. We have four offices. In Illinois right now, we just opened up a fifth, and I think we got a sixth coming on soon. But it takes me about a year to get to know everybody, introduce who I am, get familiar with the courting process when it comes to new ownership. Now, uh, it's been two years in Wisconsin, and I started out with three, about three offices about two years ago in Wisconsin. Today, we have 15 offices there. So that's, see how important that second year really is for me to kind of get, make the communication as the ties. And, and we're looking for bigger things than that in Illinois because it's obviously it's a big state and, and we're so excited about finding the leadership we have there within Illinois and, and, uh, bringing the, what I believe is the better opportunities for agents and their families, uh, both short and long term. Um, <clears throat> tell me, Bill, um, is there any one piece of advice that you've been given in your lifetime that you think uh, was most crucial to the direction that you just personally decided to go? Well, yes. I mean, you know, I think some some people are entrepreneurs, and, and a lot of times they know it is, but you got to have direction to, you know, so you make sure that you're just not busy being busy. You're being productive with your time. And I got advice from both Steve Morris, the owner, and Tammy Bunnell, the CEO of Exit Realty International. And and their advice was for me, for my personality type, uh, for those that look at this profiles, I'm an ID. Is it's and sometimes I get affected by I'll have a squirrel day. <laughs> you know, I'm distracted. And uh, they always told me, they said, Bill, keep your head down. Focus for three years at a time on the on your task that you got going up. At the end of three years, you can lift your head up and see, you know, what kind of what happened. And so when I acquired those four states, people are looking at me. Most people buy one state. Here's Bill, you know, I'm doing four. And we had eight offices then, and by year five, we had over fifty in the in those four states there. And because I really outworked my competition, I believe I did, and I was very very focused. I kept my you know, my eyes on the road, I stayed out of the ditches, and to me that was very important to have a, a work ethic to make sure that was done. But, you know, we, we all have right big, I call them audacious, audacious big goals, but that goal really doesn't do you any good unless, in my mind, unless you break it down into little mini goals to accomplish the big goal. So when I and my son, who's my son, or my oldest son's my CFO, we sit down and we write six-week goals. And we, and we, and he has me. He, he knows me well enough. He keeps the goals on my, on my desk at all times. So it's always in front of me. So I get a chance to read him every day. It allows me to stay on track 
during that six-week time period to make sure that I'm working towards that big audacious goal. And that's what's probably helped me out the most time. So then you look at as far as goals, because you, you know you hear different people say, hey, you want to outline goals in different ways, but you got long term, sounds like it's a three year, a medium, typically they say a year, and then short term, you've got uh, uh, in a six week period. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So because, you know, I used to, they always to tell us to write five year goals, but you know, our, everything changes so fast. And- Today, I mean, just go back and look what your phone looked like five years ago. It's really hard to do five <laughs> goals. So, so, so I do three. I do a yearly goal, obviously, and you know, all. But I, I break that yearly goal down into six-week segments, and it's just proven to be a big, big difference in my business because I, I'm always on track of what's happening. What and it gives me, I know I have activities I have to have to achieve those goals. And if I'm not doing the activities, I'm not going to reach the goals. It's that simple. And you're saying daily activities. So this is what I got to accomplish today, tomorrow, the next day for each and every week. Kind of checking off. Okay. I, I hit this the, that I wanted to accomplish within six weeks. And then you're hitting the next one and so forth. That's exactly right. You know, another thing I learned too, it was, it was one of the places that I was speaking at after the meeting, after I got done speaking, I had somebody came up to me and handed me a book. It was called Miracle Morning. Morning. By Hal Elrod. And it's just that, you know, it's a simple book, but then I actually took the class on it and it was about the ability we find out our brain is really active in the morning. That's just the way the human body is. It's very super active in the morning for vast majority of people. So in the morning, that's when we have to get our work done. So it may, what the book this, tries to do is get you up earlier so you get a, a good start on it. And I wasn't necessarily, a, even though I grew up on a farm that early or a riser, but you know, I got up fairly early, but this really pushed me. And I found out I got more done by nine o'clock in the morning than I did, you know, with all the other things I had put together. So it allowed me to achieve those goals because I had all my activities were usually done by nine or ten o'clock in the morning. So I would highly recommend that book uh, called Miracle Morning and the class, and because it just gets, gets you up and going early in the morning and allows you more time in the afternoon for family. I, uh, I I read that same book, ironically, and um, I myself, I'm up four thirty five o'clock each morning. I've got a, a high schooler that has to be at school at 7, so I try and take advantage of that hour, hour and a half, first thing in the morning to kind of read and journal, a little meditate, then go into my routine with him, and then get some exercise in, and then, you know, by 9 o'clock, it kind of feels like I'm halfway through my day. Absolutely. But yeah, you're right. It's, you did. it's just that you're just, you're just more focused and you get more things done. And for those people that do that, uh, you know, I, you know, they always tend to be, you know, very good producers are getting done what they need to get done. Right. Right. And there's, there's some days where my little guy will kind of throw me off kilter and God, if I get, get off of my routine, I just feel like I'm in a tailspin. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard I, I to try and recover the day. And I travel lightly. You know, sometimes you got to catch a flight at six in the morning. So you got to be at the airport at four o'clock in the morning and you know, you're all discombobbled and, you know, getting late back in the hotels, you know. So I work, you know, I try to work at this very hard to try to keep some semblance of a, of a, of a commonality with my, with my, uh, 
calendar at all times. And, uh, uh, and uh, I found out the more organized I am, the more I get done. And, and uh, my son's very, my oldest son, Lucia, he does a lot of my calendars for me, and that really helps me out a lot, too, because it always keeps me accountable. So you're on the road quite a bit with the amount of territory that you cover. It seems like each time I speak to you, you're either driving or running in and out of an airport. Yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of geography. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. You know, I, um, I'm i getting to the point where, you know, in Iowa, we have over 20 offices, you know, built out. You're probably going to maybe have 30 there. So I'm getting to the point when some of these states like South Dakota, I have eight offices there built out. We're probably going to be at about 10. I'm getting to the point where I'm starting getting them built out, and that allows me to go into new territories and start putting and you know, planting those, that teal flag in those new communities. Well, that's awesome. Um, if there's a, a message that you'd like to take advantage of, um, you know, with this platform, um, you know, now's the time to kind of run away with it and, and say what you'd like to say as far as uh, any possible new exit recruits and, and so forth. I know that you've, you've talked quite a bit about them so far through this, through the segment, but, uh, well, I just want to, I just guess I just want to say this. You know, when, when a person comes into town and, and you have a mission and, and you're passionate about what you do, I'm really in the, in, where Exit Realty is really in the people business and, and the real estate just happens to be the, the path we chose. And because of that, we build people and, and the real estate, you know, follows along with it. We get to make great, you know, livings selling real estate. What I'm excited about is, Finding the people, paying it forward into the areas of Illinois, and uh, and I'm looking forward to meet people, helping people be successful. I do a lot of merger and acquisitions and succession plans for those who don't have them. About 75% of all brokerages are five agents and less, and a lot of those people are just like my father, didn't have a place to go, or couldn't figure out or what they had to do with their business, and I provide solutions for that. But I also provide solutions for agents to have that cover that what if in life. You know, that what if in life, you know, car accidents, cancer, illnesses, retirement, whatever all that is. We're the only only real estate company. And in the state of Illinois so far, I went back and checked. We paid out almost about over $4 million to agents and their families. Nobody else in Chicago land is doing that. We now recently just provided healthcare opportunities for our agents as well. You put agents first and you give them opportunities to become better at what they are with tools and training and everything else and then give them something, reward them financially. That's a good plan of action. So that's why I'm so excited about Ty coming into Illinois. And I got lucky getting hooked up with Exit Realty because of my past uh, relationship with uh, Roger Jenish there in Wheaton. So, um, so far it's been a good match. Roger, like yourself, has been involved in the business for many, many years. So he's absolutely a, a wealth of knowledge and experience. So, um, no matter what the situation may be, I, I feel comfortable. I can go to him and, you know, throw it out on the table. And he's got a very, what ends up being a very simple and logical solution to the, to, to the problem. I myself had been in the commercial finance business for almost 30 years. So. I thought I knew a lot and then I got into the real estate businesses and it's, uh, it's different. It's, uh, it's a real challenge, but it's, uh, it's a lot of fun at the same time too. I, I enjoy going and, and looking at the houses and working with the people and, 
and trying to help them solve their problems too, whether it's trying to buy the first time home or I deal a little bit with probates, trying to help an executor get a, a big problem off their plate or whatever the case may be. So it can be very rewarding. Yeah, you know, my goal in every community is for us to be, because our agents have, are so involved in our communities and they're, and they're so well-trained. My goal in the state there that you're in be the number one resource for all real estate managers. And in just a little bit of time, you'll be there. All right, Bill, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. I know you're busy and always on the road. And with it being a Friday, hopefully you're you're going to be heading back home to be with family. So thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Okay, so that was an awesome little bit of time that I had a chance to, to visit with Bill. Um, very ambitious uh, man. I couldn't can't believe that uh, the amount of territory that this man has been able to cover and um, and have some su- success at. I mean, four, five, six states. This is in, this guy's in charge of for exit and just incredible amount of agencies he's able to open in a very short period of time. So, a lot of experience, a lot of wisdom, and I thoroughly enjoyed what uh, everything that it was that he had to say about exit, about real estate. And, um, you know, what led it up, what led him up to where he's at today. So thank you, everyone, for listening once again to another episode of the Tybo Show. And I look forward to coming back to you again next week. And with that, have a great rest of your week. <laughs>